Welcome to What I'm Backing and Why, our afternoon sport racing bulletin brought to you by Blue Bet. I'm Tim Gilbert. I'm joined by pro punter Brad Miller, otherwise known as At Horse Miller 3. And today we have a special guest, Carl Brown from the Osher Group. So he'll have his interesting perspective very much from the breeding side of things. Carl and Brad, how are you? Yeah, good, Tim. Yeah, very well, Tim. Good to be on. Today on the show, we'll look at which horses to bet on and why, of course, and we'll have a look at some races from Randwick and Mooney Valley. We'll have a quaddy from Melbourne and our best bet of the day. All right, gentlemen, we've got $100 from Blue Bet on three races. We've got two in Sydney, one in Melbourne at Mooney Valley, of course, tomorrow. Lots of good horses back in Sydney tomorrow. Let's start with Randwick, race six, and it's the Premier's Cup. Brad, which way are you going? Yeah, I found um, the fave Lord Ardmore hard to knock here. Uh, gets a good run again. Um, gets him well at the weights after winning. Um, Grove Ferry might be ready to produce something. Uh, on speed last time, just got run down late. Battled away. And Francesco Gardi sort of comes through that same race. Um, I'm just going a little bit wider than those three sort of at the top of the market, though. I'm with the the 13 Yee Yee. Uh, looks ready now, third up. He's another Waller runner. I think he's got a few here. Um, went back from the wide gate last time and flashed home late. He's really zipping sort of through the line behind Lord Ardmore. Um, expect him to sort of settle much closer from the better draw this time. So I'm going to have 60 a win on the 13 Yee Yee. Um, and the other Waller runner in the race I want to have have something on is the seven too much to bear he's two out of two third up two out of two at Randwick and he's four from six on good tracks which I'm sort of expecting will get to a good four um, and he's he's run on the soft and the heavy his first two runs back gets in on the minimum um, and he's just another who looks ready to win after a solid closing effort behind uh, crosstalk last time out so I'll have 40 a win on the seven too much to bear it's an interesting race, isn't it? Um, what are your thoughts, buddy? Yeah, listen, I, I, uh, I sort of took the same line as uh, Brad, actually. Just thought Yee Yee profiled really well as that typical sort of Wallace Day out, mile and quarter horse. Gets in a low weight, so good run last start against the pattern uh, behind Lord Ardemore. Uh So I think, you know, the big tracks are plus, tick, 2,000 metres a tick, barriers a tick. There's a lot of, a lot of things in his favour. So I think uh, he's probably been a little bit well found now. I've noticed he's He'd come in a few points on the market, but I think he's uh, he profiles really well for this sort of race tomorrow. Yeah, I, I think so, Carl. So you're going to go the hundred dollars there? I think I'll uh, I'll I'll stake the hundred dollars on him and uh, hope Jay Ford can do the job. All right. Well, I, I I'm going to have it all on Lord Ardmore. I, I find it hard two in a row. Walla, um yeah, it's around that three ten, three twenty with blue bet. So I'm just going to have a hundred dollars uh, straight on the smacker there. That will be my bet in that particular race. Brad, the wink stakes some good horses here. Yeah, some really good horses. I think the three best horses in the race, you know, are Animo, um, Jewess, and Mwonga, um, and the two to me from that sort of crew that stand out. Um, as first up propositions at the 1400 are Animo and, and Mwonga. So Animo is just a weapon. Um, although he raced well on the genuine wet tracks through the autumn, I think he's even better on top of the ground. Um, 
first time, first up at 1,400, um, but that'll only suit him better um, than the terrific runs over the shorter trips previously. Uh, Moonga beat very elegant this race first up last year, then ran second in the in the Group 1 Futurity, um, first up in the autumn. Um, so he looks really well placed. Annabelle Nisham's already said that he's potentially going even better this time in. So I'm going to have my main bet on those two. I'm going to have $70 on the Quinella with... Uh, Animo and Mwunga. Um, and then the other one I just want to keep safe um, is the 10 fangirl for Walla. She's trialed well. She loves firmer footing um, and she looks like she's in for a good prep. Uh, I just think Walla being conservative um, in his nature, they'll probably go back from that wide gate first up, which will you know set her a task. But she did run down Espiona from back in the field first up last time and we know she goes pretty well. So I'm going to have uh, $30 on that Quinella as well um, with Animo and Fangirl. So I'm thinking Animo run tops too. Yeah, it's, it's a soft five now. So we're getting into a, a reasonable track, to be honest with you, Carl. You've got $100 from Blue Bet. It's great to see Group 1 racing with so many good horses. 345 jumps at Royal Ramwick. What are you going to do with your $100 from Blue Bet? Uh, yeah, listen, excited to have the Group 1 racing back. Obviously, some uh, big some big guns here returning to the track. Uh, listen, I think James, probably James Cummings Stable is probably going to be in for a big day tomorrow. Uh, in saying that, I have sort of gone around NMO and and much like Brad, I did think Fangale has had some really nice, quiet trials leading into this. Um, he, she's by Sebring, who his best horses have tended to improve as they've got older, and I think this filly might be in for a, well now a mare. She might be in for a really good prep. Um, I think she's going to improve, and I can see if Huey can have her a little bit closer. Might be difficult from the nine, but if he can have her sort of a little bit closer in the run, then I think she can. She might just sprint well fresh, uh, and you know give him a really and, you know certainly figure in the finish and uh, produce the best. So I'm happy to have 50 bucks each way on Fangirl tomorrow, guys. Okay, well, I'm going to stick with Mwanga to go back-to-back. Annabelle Nisham, of course, and uh, Tommy Berry. Uh, brilliant last year, absolutely brilliant. And, of course, doesn't um, get the best going on wet tracks. We know that. But I-, I think at a soft five, drawn well to settle in the first half of the field, and look, just absolutely zooms fresh. So around that $6.50 with Blue Bet, I'm going to have $50 each way. That's the way that I am going. Uh, we're looking at one race in Melbourne, Brad, to, to finish off our three races. Tell us which race that is and what you're going to do with your $100 from Blue Bet. Yeah, so race five, of the, the McKenzie Stakes for three-year-olds, uh, for the boys. Uh, I'm going to try and get the fave beaten here. Um he was good last prep, but I haven't loved his work at the trials and jump outs um, since he's been back. So I just want to see him at the price. I think he's, what, 250 or 260 or something at the moment. Um, this isn't much of a field, so if he's at his best, he probably wins. But you add to that, um, like the Valley first time, wet track first time, um, there's just enough there for me to sort of take him on. The problem is then trying to find the winner. So I'll, I'll run through a few of these. The two, El Padrino, um, has trialled really well. Went forward, um, strong win at Cranman, sort of eased down. Handles wet conditions, you know, ran some decent races in Sydney. Um, good map and settles forward for Jamie Carr. Uh, the three crosswind uh, blinkers go on is a bit of a sign of intent first up. Two good wins in the debut prep, um, including a win at the Valley over 1,200 and a soft track win. Now, we've got Mark Zara on there. 
Um, Charlemagne, uh, good late behind Alpha One. You know, that guy was terrific at Caulfield, just run down by a pretty good one. And race like the 1200 could suit him. So and another who should go forward of the run gets Ben Mellum on to steer and won at a, a bit of a price. It was you know, sort of $34 all in. It's come in a bit now, final field. But the eight fast witness, you know, is hard fit. Blinkers go on. Um, and I don't think he has to improve a huge amount to be competitive here. So um, Ethan Brown, the saddle there. So what I'm actually going to do, I think all of those are a chance. So I'm going to call this like the Airbnb crew, you know, Quinella and Trifecta. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I like it. Um, so I'm just going to box them up in Quinellas and Trifectas and just hope to get a, a split there and, and get through heat of sand, you know, beaten. So which which numbers are those? So if people are going to follow the bouncing ball with you, how's, how's your $100 go? Yeah, two, three, four, and eight. So, yeah, just a box Trifecta. That'll probably cost you $24 or something. For 100% and the rest on the Quinella. Yeah, okay. All right. Well, that's interesting. I, I, I'm, I'm going to go, uh, and I always do, on a lot more simpler technique. But um, yours is more successful than mine because it has more research to it. But let's roll the dice. Uh, it's the top weight. I like this three-year-old Colt. It's around that 650 mark with, with Blue Bet. And first up after 18 weeks away and uh, was a winner on debut at Bendigo. It's likely to settle back in the field. So I'm going to $50 each way on number one. Let's roll the dice. Race five, Mooney Valley. Carl, which way are you going to put your $100 with Bluebet? Yeah. Uh, listen, I thought it was a tricky little race. I thought, it was tr- you know, try to look around the favourite, but... I just kept coming back to him. I think Brad's right in the 1,200 metres of the valley might be a little bit that could bring his undoing. However, I just found it hard to find something to beat him. Uh, I think, you know, he's probably going to be the best horse out of the race. He's by a young gun, Stanley Maurice, who's, you know, the same size as Hitotsu. He's quickly becoming one of Australia's leading stallions. So I just think that Fuita San is probably the up-and-coming horse out of the field, so I just found it hard to go against him. So I have my 100 bucks on him to win straight out. Thanks, guys. All right, $100 on the nose for Bluebet. We'll be back in a tick with our Melbourne Quaddy. Us Aussies love having a crack. We invented the Hills Hoist, wine cast, the mullet, and, of course, the streaker. And the mother's mother of all inventions. The quicker, slicker, faster, sharper, brand spanking new Bluebet app. Get racing in sport form. Expert tips, previews, live streaming and place bets faster than you can say, that's the ducks nuts! The True Blue brand new Aussie app. Don't let the game play you. Stay in control. Gamble responsibly. All right, time to have a look at this Melbourne Quaddy and race six, the first leg of the Quaddy, is the Ranvit Handicap. Brad, what are you doing there? Yeah, going fairly wide in the first leg. I've got the two, do you reckon, um, the three, Global Gift, who will both be sort of forward in the run. The five, Dirty Deeds, who's fitter now third up. The favourite, six, Mayfair Spirit. Seven, Neroni, um, who gets Willow back on after a Sydney trip. Um and loves it wet and the 12 it's true it's dual nominated in south australia um, but it's gonna be much better suited on soft ground so um two three five six seven and twelve all right let's go to race seven second leg the chandler mcleod handicap yeah gold trip the one um you know they have cox plate ambitions for this guy you know what wasn't knocked around first up in sydney um 
with that run under the belt, you know, he really should be taking care of these if he's any chance in a Cox Plate. The two man Canes are stable, mate, who's flying, and the seven Mohican Heights I thought was very good when second to Not Usual Glorious over this trip um, last start. And I thought that race rated really well, especially late, so I do want him in there as well. So I've got one, two, and seven. Extremely lucky is a short price favourite in the third leg of the quaddy, which is race eight. In Melbourne? Yeah, very impressive what he's doing in South Australia. Just consistently smashing the clock with big closing figures late in his races. Um, it's going to be a bit more difficult at the Valley um, to be swooping on them. But I wouldn't be surprised if Jamie Carr, you know, has him a little bit closer in the run. Um, the two-generation trolled superbly on heavy ground. Um, it's still only a very small little thing, but he does look like he's developed and strengthened. Um, and he looks like he's improved again. And I can see they've made a decision with five. Bella Nipotina looks like she's running in Melbourne. Um, so she has to go in. She's run a super number first up in the Oakley Plate last prep. And based on the trial win, you could argue she's going better this time in. So I, I can't leave her out. And she, she loves wet ground. So I've got two, four and five in the third leg. Yeah, benchmark 84, the final leg of the quarter. Soft six, they're saying at the moment, at the Valley. $4 the field pretty much this race. Yeah, I'm going wide again here. Um, I've got the one River Twain. Uh, I've had a scratching just come out, which was a roughie. Um, the five sessions road, six the garden, ten Chartres, and eleven six per sixty three. So one five six ten and eleven. All right, there's our Melbourne Quaddy coming up next. Our best bet of the day. If you're ready for your next thoroughbred racing adventure, then join the Osher Group. They exceed expectations on what racehorse ownership should look like. Australia's racing industry is enjoying unprecedented growth. Through a strategic, well-managed and data-driven approach, there is now a very real opportunity to build a profitable and sustainable thoroughbred portfolio. Find the Osher Group online at theoshergroup.com. All right, time to pick our best bet of the day for Blue Bet. Carl, which way are you going, mate? Uh, the best bet of the day, I thought, is in race nine at Randwick in the Silver Shadow. Um, this race, obviously, James, I think, has really cuddled this filly. Um, he's brought her along, been really kind to her, brought her along quite slowly, I think, in secret. So I think she's got a bit of X factor about her. Um, interestingly enough, uh, I'm Invincible. Her stain has won the last three of the four runnings of this race, so... I think he's, uh, he's, he's set for a big day again there tomorrow and, say, and same with the Godolphin stable. So I think she's, uh, she's going to sort of lay the foundations for a pretty big preparation ahead and I think she'll get the job done. So you can um, all in the 100 bucks on her and let's hope Matt can get the job done tomorrow. Yeah, in secret, Jay Cummings, Jay McDonald around that 350 mark. So, uh, yeah, that's your best bet of the day. And I think course, she'll start a lot shorter than that tomorrow, Tim. So, yeah, take the price where you can, gents. All right, we'll do that. Uh, what about you, uh, Brad? What are you doing? That's a good push. Um, I found the Valley meeting you know, terribly difficult. So I'm actually going to go to South Australia uh, for my best bet. Uh, it's Murray Bridge, race eight, Number nine, sugar and sweet. Um, this horse just, horse just had no luck at Sandown Lakeside last start. Popped him in the black book. He was second up off a little fresh and um, travelled really nicely in the run, but just nothing opened up for him on the inside. And he got shuffled back, held up, 
eventually had to come over their heels um, and sort of ran on when it was all over. That was only a class one, but it was a much stronger race than all the form um, that these other horses come through. The winner, Nicolite, you know, had good Saturday Metro form. The second horse, Independent, had run second at its previous start to the highly touted fire um, for the Hawks camp. Um, so I think if he runs to that level again, he's right in it. Um, but what I will say is I think he has a couple of lengths better um, run in him than the number he ran if he gets a bit of luck. Um, soft track's a bonus. Um, and if the inside is off by this time, it'll just mean that they're coming off the fence and he can save ground and do no work um, and hopefully get that clear running. So I think he's a good price around that sort of $6.50, $7 mark with Bluebet. Um, I think he probably starts shorter than that. I think the favourite will drift. So, yeah, pretty keen on uh, Murray Bridge, race eight, number nine, sugar and sweet. Yeah, well, well I'm, I'm sticking with Lord Ardmore. I like it. Race six, number three in Sydney. Beautifully placed here. Uh, you know, with Waller, Bowman, and uh, out of the five, I, I just can't see Lord Ardmore doing anything but winning. So Lord Ardmore for Bluebet is my best bet of the day. That's it for what I'm backing and why. Make sure you hit follow or subscribe wherever you listen. A big thank you to our sponsors, Brad. Bluebet, the wholly earned Aussie bookie. Yeah, thanks to you. And Carl, thanks so much for your special appearance, mate. We'll catch up with you soon. Yeah, look forward. If you're out there tomorrow, it'll be great to catch up. So uh, enjoy punters. Good luck. Good stuff, Carl. Good debut. Happy punting. Building. Resilience. Podcast. They play in different arenas, but sports and business have massive similarities. Elite athletes and top business leaders flourish through the physical and psychological demands their high-stress careers place on them. The Building Resilience podcast explores the world of sport and deconstructs the tools and ethos of world-class athletes that can help us create growth and optimize business and life. Come find the Building Resilience podcast on your favorite podcast app.